Hey everybody, it's Damara West. I am founder of Be Well Beautiful Woman. So glad that you tuned in today to hear our podcast. If you didn't know, Be Well Beautiful Woman is all about helping women to prioritize wellness so they can live, op live optimal lives. Our tagline is all about keeping wellness first and business second. So we believe that if you prioritize your wellness, you will live the most optimal lives possible. And we provide those um, opportunities through a lot of different formats like our Be Well Beautiful woman tour a retreat that we've got coming up um, in august we have of course our podcast that you're listening to right now we have an e-news that goes out in our blog so make sure that you check out bewellbeautifulwoman.com and if you're not already following us on social media please do that at the letter b well beautiful that's our twitter and instagram handle again that's the letter b well beautiful and please do like our facebook page which is be well beautiful woman so i just want you to know that we are in for a treat today I have a woman by the name of Yolanda Lavender on with us. She's been someone that I've been privileged to know for a very, very long time. We've been able to work in a variety of capacities, and I've been able to see her career take off in a multitude of ways. This is a woman that is a force to be reckoned with. She has an amazing entrepreneurial spirit, and I just want you to get to know her a little bit before we dive in. So Yolanda is a globally recognized performing artist with the independent label Truth Tone Records. She's a singer, a songwriter, and a recording artist, and she's produced three studio albums to date. If you haven't heard her sing before, you definitely need to check it out. Her voice is unlike any voice that you will hear. Um, such a beautiful, beautiful tone. Uh, she prioritizes utilizing her knowledge, her expertise, her gifts, and her passions and talents to engage, to uplift, and to empower marginalized groups. As an avid arts and advocate since 2012, Yolanda has served as the founder and CEO, Chief Creative Officer of Soul Artistry LLC, an arts consulting company that specializes in experiencing, um, curating artistry development, artistic provision, arts nonprofit, and artist self-care consulting. There's so much more to this woman, but I just want to start with that because we're going to get to know other aspects of her. So Yolanda, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so glad that you're here. So I just want to start with the uh, pic that you sent me, because um, I asked for you to send me a professional pic in your bio to prepare for this interview. And I just mm -hmm. love that your shirt says, I support all black everything. So I just want to start with that. Um, so I just have to say yes to all of that and then some. And I want you mm -hmm. to take a moment to tell our audience why supporting black business um, is so important and what it ultimately means to you in action. Yeah, thank you, uh, Damara, for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um, so I come from an entrepreneurial family. Um, I receive my you know, guidance and example um, on ownership and the importance of ownership um, as a Black person um, from my father, uh, who has been uh, owning a construction company for well over uh, 25 years. Um, and so it was always just kind of ingrained in me um, that, you know, it's important that, um, that I have ownership over the things that are important to me and that I'm doing, um, you know, that the understanding of Black people supporting one another, um, keeping our dollar in our community, again, is something that, you know, just from a very young age um, was always ingrained in me. And I'm grateful for that because I recognize that's not um, the case for everyone. Uh, and so for me, as I have, um, you know, become an adult and just grown into 
um, my own as an entrepreneur uh, and then just a supporter um, of my community, of my people. It just has become uh, even more, um, you know, uh, present for me that it's important that I continue to do that, but also that I'm uh, being that example that I saw um, for other people as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I know mm-hmm. for um, a fact, because I've you know known you for a while, that it is the way that you live your life. And um, I, I really admire this unapologetic stance that people take to support Black business, um, because it's so critically important. And I think that there are mm-hmm. a myriad of opportunities, as we both know, to support Black. You know, the guy that does my um, yard work, he's a, he's a Black guy. I have mm-hmm. a gentleman who does um anytime i need a repair in my home anytime i'm going to get my hair done or my nails done or thinking Mm -hmm. about like supporting businesses and going to events where i can put my dollars in the hands of black business owners so when we say there are opportunities to support black business there are so many opportunities right and so we, we have to really ask ourselves when we need a service can we get it black so that we can keep that dollar and we don't have to uh, you know, prove anything to anybody around that because the reality mm-hmm. is is that keeping dollars in certain communities is what's been done since the beginning of time and I think that we haven't done it as much as we could and I think that there's just so much spending power that we have in the black community. So I just love that your stance, the stance that you take, I love that you represent that through the attire and through your action, your lived experience is really comprised of that and so I just really appreciate that, sis. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So um, you started this consulting uh, practice, Soul Artistry, um, and you're working to support artists. And um, I know that you're well-educated, right? You're working on your master's degree right now. You're working for a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. You've worked in nonprofits. You're actually um, in a unique position to give grant dollars to support nonprofits, which I absolutely love to see people like us in those roles. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're working to support artists along the way, and you've been doing it since 2012. So why was it important for you to begin doing that work to support artists? Yeah, so Soul Artistry was actually birthed out of uh, necessity. So as a performing artist, uh, I would come up against situations where um, performance spaces or venues in my community were not available to me. Um, And that, you know, for a myriad of reasons, maybe I just didn't have awareness, uh, not having access because I didn't know certain people or whatever it might be. Um, and so I started, along with um, my other label mates from True Tone Records, we started to create our own opportunities. Um, and so that would be, you know, renting just uh, empty spaces to be able to create showcases for ourselves and other artists. Um, you know, whatever we could think of, that would be an opportunity for us to, um, you know, really showcase our artistry is what we did. And so I uh, noticed that other artists, you know, were needing that and wanting that as well. And so it became um, an opportunity for me to be able to do that, but also to provide that opportunity um, for other artists. And so out of the showcase opportunities came additional um, chances to just kind of impart my knowledge and experience from, you know, how do you curate an event? What does it look like for, you know, the marketing and how many people are going to be there? And making sure that you profit from whatever you're doing. So imparting all of that information um, to other artists is how the company um, also developed. So helping artists understand 
the business side of their artistry and that they're not just giving away um, their art because that's a, a service to people providing that entertainment um, and they, you know, should be compensated for that. Um, one of the main pushes for soul artistry right now is paying artists, period. Like that's just the end of the sentence that I'm a creative and I should be compensated um, for the services that I'm providing. So it's evolved. Um, you know, I'm thankful that it's been able to evolve since 2012. But, you know, the, the basic premise is, is still the same, that I want to be able to provide that support um, for artists who normally would not have the chance and opportunity. And so I prioritize um, a artists who identify as Black and then also um, women artists as well. Um, but I'm, you know, open to to working with uh, with all artists, but definitely those two groups um, I prioritize. So, yes, yeah, evolved um, since 2012 and excited, you know, for the, the future and continue things that we're looking to do. Yeah. And, and I love that everything that you do has this equity spin, right? Um, that, mm -hmm. and, and I know firsthand that you do work with artists from all walks of life. Um, and the yeah. fact that you are prioritizing folks who've historically been left behind um, mm -hmm. this artistry landscape, right? And not so much because from a talent standpoint, but from a standpoint of being able to cultivate their business so that they can live yeah. a, a, a abundant life as an artist. And we know that money is not the only thing that creates abundance, but we mm -hmm. also know that there are a lot of struggling artists out there, right? So the fact yeah. that you are laying out an opportunity, giving people fundamental skill sets so that they can be successful and really hone this passion and this God-giving talent that, they've, that they have and they've worked to cultivate over the years, I just really admire that you do that and, you, and that you're doing it from an equitable lens. Um, you know, I actually have your shirt that says pay artists because I think that's mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that, you know, even if we're t taking it outside of the context of an artist, I think that in general, yeah. we undercut ourselves as entrepreneurs. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. there's this expectation that, you know, a we can't charge a certain amount that's really equated to our value because we don't think that people are going to pay it or B, we're trying to get a discount because we mm -hmm. have historically not seen people like us charging what we do, right? And so yeah. the fact that you're giving people a platform so that they can say, you know, no, this is my art, this is what I'm worth related to my art, and then allowing people to decide that if someone can't pay them what their market rate is, whatever that is, you're you're really making a decision about whether or not you wanna do that, but you're doing it on your own terms versus mm -hmm just entering in and not having this business acumen to be able to um, be successful as, uh, you know, an artist in business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I know that, you know, outside of the scope of this work, you know, you have um, been diligently investing in your education. You have all kinds of certifications mm -hmm. in the nonprofit realm. You're wrapping up a degree, um, a master's degree. And I'm mm -hmm. curious about in the midst of being a performance artist that's globally recognized, having this consulting business, working in um, the, the philanthropic sector currently, um, mm -hmm. finishing your degree, how in the hell do you have time to take care of yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. I, um, I just remember, uh, growing up, like always seeing, um, the black women in my life, you know, like just full steam ahead at any cost, making it happen when things fall apart, like 
picking up the pieces, making sure that things got done. Um, and a lot of that, I'm grateful for that because I have um, taken that on myself. But I remember getting to a point, I think it was, um, well, I know for a fact that around the time when I was blessed with the opportunity uh, to become the executive director of the Black Arts and Cultural Center um, in Kalamazoo, I just decided for myself that, you know, this great opportunity and this new thing and, you know, things were changing for me that I was not going to allow any of that success or whatever it was to, I wasn't going to sacrifice my own uh, sanity and health and mental stability and my own, you know, self-care um, for anything. And so I learned to say no. I learned to be uh, intentional about, you know, when I needed to, like, take days off or um, set a specific time to just be able to reflect and not necessarily be doing something. Um, I really, in that time, during that time, was able to um, just kind of put into perspective the importance of me doing that um, and that me making that decision for myself did not mean that somehow I was letting other people down or I'm not still strong or successful or whatever it might be, um, but that because I was prioritizing my self-care, it was replenishing me. And so I was able to uh, continue to strive and do more. And so that's the reason why I have been able to, you know, juggle so many things. I just was thinking earlier today, like there's so much that's happening right now, um, but I am intentional about taking time to just be and sit and reflect um, as I need to so that I'm able to continue to push on. I think it's imperative. Um, and especially as I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, as a black woman, um, you know, saying my mom, grandma, aunt, whoever, I, I just think it's important for me to model something different because I don't want my, you know, my nieces, my little cousins, I want them to be able to see, um, you know, the way that they can do it and that it doesn't have to be that you, uh, you know, just run yourself ragged and are not able to have anything uh, for yourself. So it's important for me to model that for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and everything that you said is such uh, in alignment with the mission of Be Well, Beautiful Woman, right? That's why we really mm -hmm. push for wellness first and business second, because everything that you just yeah. said is a testament to what can happen when we carve out spaces to not do and, and have that mm -hmm. be a part of our productivity so that we can yeah. make room to be more creative, knowing that we are our best selves coming from a place of um of having our cups run full right i mean oftentimes mm -hmm. so depleted um and we're just accustomed to just doing whatever right we just do whatever it takes to survive and i think that's a part of our dna i mean and i and i think ever since we got here in this country we've had to just mm -hmm. do what's necessary right so there's a lot of unpacking that you talked about right it's like gosh you know this idea about how you wanted to live your life and in spite of the fact that you didn't see it necessarily modeled from mm -hmm. these phenomenal women right phenomenal yeah. women in your family you knew that you could be just as phenomenal if not more by doing it a little bit different right and so mm -hmm. I just love that you have done the work. You, you know that um, because of the work that you and I have done together from a coaching perspective, mm -hmm. planning perspective, you know, I've been able to see you in all facets and it just makes me 
um, just extremely happy to see what has yeah. transpired in your life. And I know that there's so much more, right? There's always more that we can discover about mm -hmm. ourselves and more that we can accomplish, particularly as we make the time to get inside, right? I mean, I think we're always mm -hmm. trying to externalize. And the more we externalize, actually, the more we rely on knowledge, the less we actually know, right? And so mm -hmm. I think the real wisdom comes from those times when we can get still and listen to what our spirit is telling us to figure out what that next move is for us, right? And so mm -hmm. um, I, I could not have said it any better. So since we've actually come to the end of our interview, I want to make sure that folks can stay in touch with you because you threw out some wisdom. Um, and I know folks are going to want to stay connected. So how can they go about doing that? Yeah, for sure. So Soul Artistry um, LLC on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Soul Artistry LLC. Um, and then YLSoulArtistry.com. Uh, also, you can uh, check me out there. Okay, awesome. So make sure you check this sister out. Check out her music. Do you have an album right now that's for sale, uh, Yolanda? Yeah, absolutely. All three uh, studio albums are available, um, and that's at the uh, website, YLSoulArtistry.com. Okay, awesome. Yep, check out her music. Check out her uh, her apparel. She's got some dope gear as well for sale. Um, and just check her out, period, right? Because we want to be in support of sisters like this who are, you know, out there doing their thing. Um, so without further ado, we come to the end of our interview uh, so, so glad that you have tuned in today. Make sure that you check out our Be Well Beautiful Woman tour. If you're in the state of Michigan, we're going to be kicking off in my home city of Kalamazoo in March, and we're going to be wrapping up um, in Grand Rapids in July, and we'll be in Detroit midway through, so make sure that you check us out. Um, in addition to that, we'll have a retreat at the end of August, so we're talking about respite and taking time for space, so those are great opportunities to be in connection with like-minded people, um, and so that we can get more creative, so that we can get more grounded. So thank you so much. I love y'all. Ashe.